This is episode number 90 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're glad that you could join us. Kev, we're just 10 away from the, the big one zero zero. Yeah. 10. So this, 10. This is the big 90. 10. Episode 90, yeah. man. Man, we're getting close. I know. I figured your beard would be longer by now, though. Uh, working on it. <laughs> a couple more curly cues in the in the mustache yeah, there. That's yeah. That's the problem. Is like my my beard actually it it starts curling after it gets to a certain length, uh-huh. and so it's probably actually longer than it looks. It's very, it's very Viking of you. Yeah, you need to get you like a hat with some horns on it or something. I'm I'm I've got no mustache like uh, Mister Williams has. Well, none none really do. So. No. Um, it's, it's, it's quite legendary folks. Yes. I'm I'm talking about his dad. If you don't know, he's, he's started uh, to accessorize it now too. Really? He is, he has taken, he has taken the opportunity of quarantine to add the soul patch down the middle. And I so saw that. he's got, he's got the big red curl, but now he's got like this silver streak going down yeah. from the lip all the way to the chin. It looks pretty legit. He looks dangerous, man. <laughs> I, I would, I would not cross your dad. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So anyway, if you have not yet, go ahead, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button, hit the like button, the love button, the laugh button, um, the donkey button, the bird button, whatever the button is, hit the button, the share button, bell button, all those buttons, button, button. <laughs> Everybody's got a button. Hit the button. <laughs> Other than that, belly button. Also, yeah. reviews. You could leave a review. Reviews are amazing. Yeah, so, we love those. And we are, as of yesterday, when I checked the numbers, still beating Bob Vila. Boom. In reviews, so there, there's no way he catches us at this point. Nothing like beating up on the elderly. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, every chance I get. Yeah. So what's what's <laughs> what's been going on in your world, Kev? Uh, man, I've uh couple of cool things actually. So, uh, one thing that we've been wanting to do to our house since we moved in was a uh, down our hall, we had these light fixtures that were just, they were just outdated and we didn't really like them. And I didn't really know what to do about it. We, we replaced a couple of other fixtures in the area, mm-hmm. um, leading into the, the hallway. And so we thought, well, maybe we just kind of make that flow into the hallway. Um, but at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? can lights yeah that's what we need we just need can lights and um i actually had our buddy weston simon out from new builds electric a few weeks ago and he was telling me about these new cans that they've got that are literally they're half inch thick Mm -hmm. and you you just basically snap them up into the wall now um it was a little bit more involved than that i mean i had to uh, so I took the old fixture down and, uh, you, you don't really have to worry about turning electricity off as long as the switch is off, you know, you're good. Most of the time <laughs> I did check it. I did. Check we here it, at the homeowner I, show do not endorse Kevin's actions in any way or part. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we absolutely in no way are going to tell you not to turn the electricity off in order to do this job. You need to do that. But I, I did check it, 
made sure we were good. Um, the hardest part was after you get the fixture down, I had to get the old box out of the ceiling and it was braced into the, to the rafter. And so I, I you know, I just took a, I took a, a sledge basically a, and uh, not a, not a, not a big sledge, but a, a small one and just hammered that thing out and uh, put the new box in, snapped that thing in. And man, it was awesome. It was so easy. I, I, four of them I did in about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And that includes, I had to cut a new hole. So it's instead of a four inch hole is a six inch hole. So I had to cut a new hole and um, all that. And man, not only did we get like more light, it looks a lot cleaner down the hallway, but now we got LEDs. And so yeah. our energy bills is going to be better. And I don't have to worry about my kids leaving the light on all the time. So pretty excited about that. That's awesome, man. Sure. The, the new LEDs, like I was not an early adopter with the LEDs because honestly, they look terrible. Yeah. Um, but, the, but the new ones actually look really good. I mean, like. Yeah. And I had an option. I, I could go with a warm white, soft white or daylight. And I went with a warm white. And I'm telling you, like the amount of light that those things put out and they're dimmable on yeah. top of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have to worry about anything. Um, in fact, I, I, because of, they, they just have two clips on them. And so the way they're made, even if you've got a, a rafter there, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. They're so thin. They can go up where a rafter is yep. as long as it's not, you, you might have a trouble if there were like two rafters there together, but mm-hmm. even then I bet you could get it up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so super convenient. Really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. So, but I had another thing here that you will appreciate. Yeah. Um, so today I ventured out, go me. (laughs) And, um, I went to the grocery store Yeah. and, and as I walked in, um, I'm looking at strawberries. Mm -hmm. Kids love strawberries. And there's these two ladies standing there and they're like, Hydra, what? What (laughs) do do you, do you know what this is? And I looked at her and I was like, well, what is it? And she said, it says hydrophonics. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you mean, you mean hydroponics? Hydroponics. She goes, she goes, yeah, I mean, they look really good. These strawberries look really good, but I, I'm scared of them because I don't know what this is. Do you know what it is? I said, well, have you been to Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> she said, yes, I have. And I said, you know, the land pavilion and the land ride. I said, you know, the giant watermelon, the big lemons. And she said, yeah, absolutely. And I said, done with hydroponics. hydroponics. And she bought like four <laughs> cases of those things. Yeah. I saw and those at I the store too. the other day. Yeah. No. Were they good? Yeah. They were fantastic. They yeah. like, you know, you know, strawberry is a weird fruit. Um, if you want to call it a fruit, it's, it's actually a berry. It, it's technically not a fruit. It's a, what they call a pseudo fruit. Um, because the seeds are on the outside, right? Right. We learned we learned things back in elementary school, um, but people lied to us and told us that strawberries were fruit. The other thing about strawberries is, as soon as you pick them, they don't ripen, and so you have to kind of have that sweet spot if you want them to be red all the way through. Most people are like, ah, strawberries are supposed to be white in the middle. No, they're not. <laughs> um, and these were red all the way through. They were sweet. They were awesome. I should have bought more. Hmm. So anyway, I was totally pumped that I could buy something grown with hydroponics yeah. at the grocery store. Nice. 
Yeah, that's nice. my that's my story. Well, we we have a really cool episode for you guys today. We got our friend Freddie. He's not in the studio. He's in his studio. So, which appears yeah. to have a, a group of good-looking kids behind him there, on the wall. Um, but uh, we're, we're going to be we're going to be talking about real estate in a post-coronavirus world, and we're pretty excited because this is like one of the first guests we've been able to have on in a while. How you doing, Freddie? Good, man. Thanks for having me uh, again. My name's Freddie, Freddie P, Freddie Polymeri is your real estate pro. Here to discuss any and all things real estate and trying to keep uh, everything moving before this uh, housing economy uh, falls apart on us. But uh, <laughs> the good news is... You're propping it up. Is, you, you've got, you're keeping it together, right? <sighs> yeah, like Atlas, <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, the good news is that there's still tons of people that need to buy and that need to sell. And yeah. even though in April, the, the number of sales were down 20% mm-hmm. in the Houston area, the actual median number was up about 2%. For like the whole so year or the, how, how, what do you mean by well, the, 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 the average median price of a house? Oh, the price of the house was up. The house of the price went actually up from this April from last April. So there's been a jump there. I mean, a small jump, which is about average. Yeah. Um, So the number of actual homes that were bought and sold went down. The pricing remained uh, pretty constant. So that's a good sign. Um, I've had a lot of people that were looking to buy a house. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these were like in the oil and gas industries. You know, we're up here in the Woodlands area, North Houston. And that affected a lot of the people that were in that market. Yeah. And so a lot of people are kind of shying away, wanted to see, you know, obviously when oil went to negative $36 a few weeks back, (sighs) everyone just kind (laughs) of had to check their pants real quick, right? Yeah. Um, Oh, to have an oil tank at that time. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I only had an oil tank just laying around. Yeah. Give me 500, give me 5,000 barrels today. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it kind of happened and then it's, it's kind of moved on and, and people now, I guess people now are becoming more comfortable with it as people know more, as people you know, you see a little bit more comfort. It's not like this boom shock of what's going to happen tomorrow. People know that tomorrow the sun's going to rise and it's going to set. So people know that things are still going. And I think people are just becoming a little bit more comfortable, mm-hmm. but we're still not out. We're, we're not out of the woods, but I think people are just kind of getting used to the idea of this, you know, COVID-19 world that we're living in right now. Yeah. yeah I, one of the things that's, that, I feel is that things are normal again, even if it's not, even if it's not a normal that we're used to, like people keep saying, Hey, I'm ready to get back to normal. Well, I feel like this has become a new normal and in a lot of ways. Now I'm not saying that it couldn't or shouldn't go back to the normal we experienced back in, you know, February, for example. But uh, right now, I mean, I, I think people are kind of, I mean, we've done this now for like 60 days. So there's, there's some normalcy happening at this point. Right. We're, we're norm, we're being normalized of now where 
being very, you know, everyone's being very conscious of keeping their hands clean, yep. keeping their distances. Um, some people wearing that, you know, you have your maskers and your anti-maskers, <laughs> you know, before it was, before it was Republican versus Democrat. Now it's Republican with mask, Republican without mask. Now it's Democrat with mask and Democrat without mask. Now you have the Democrats that wear masks with the Republicans that wear masks. And then you have the same on the other side. So it's kind of, you know, as far as the political scene goes, muddy the waters a little bit because you have people on both sides. And, you know, as so many small businesses as, you know, I, w- I don't know what the numbers are. I have no idea. But yeah. 20 years ago, we didn't have that many small businesses like we do now. Like every other person's got some type of small side business of some type, whether you sell Cincy, whether you have a show like this, whether you do whatever, like everyone's got like that small side business of Mm -hmm. some type, most people, which we didn't have 20 years ago. Like, yeah, it just, I mean, unless you sold Mary Kay or you sold Amway or you sold, um, you know, Cincy, maybe if that was around there. Um, you didn't really have that type of small businesses that people do now. So, you know, lots of things have changed and I think people will evolve, you know, into the next thing, whether it's a year from now, six months from now, I think people will still evolve, but I think we're just going to do things a lot cleaner from now on, you know? Yeah. I mean, things are definitely shifting for sure. I mean, like you, you definitely see people moving into, uh, delivery service roles. You know, we're seeing a lot of people, you know, like, you know, where people are going and buying groceries for other people and, and, and different Instacart jobs and, 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 you know, virtual job. And those aren't really like you say virtual jobs, but like, you know, jobs that are powered by internet business. Um, right. So you're, you're seeing that a lot. Um, and I, I, I do want to kind of jump back for a second onto that, that 20% down 2% up is, is that something that was surprising to you or what do you think it was that was helping, you know, keep the price of, of real estate around here propped up? Because I mean, like, you know, typically when you see a, a glut in the market where there's a lot of houses on the market and they're not being moved, you start seeing prices come down. And so, but you're saying like, we actually saw prices go tick up a little bit, you know, what, what, you know, I mean, in, you know, this is probably purely speculation, but what do you, what do you think's going on? And is that, is that just a Texas thing that we're seeing? Well, what I think happened is you had a lot of sellers pull back. Okay. A lot of people that were going to, that were that either the seller either could not move mm-hmm. because maybe, maybe the, the, the situation for them to actually get a new house changed. So yeah. they maybe pulled back and took their house off the market or it could have been, I don't want people in my house right now. Mm. Right. Like especially like early March throughout March and early, early April, it was like, I don't know what people got. I don't know what's going on. I don't want just random people running in my house. Yeah. So I'm pulling my house off the market. So I think it was a combination of sellers not knowing what, what they're going to, what's going to be their situation coming up along with a little bit of that fear where, Hey, uh, I don't want, cause we had, I, I saw it a lot where, Stellar said, I don't want people in my house. And then the same buyer said, I don't want to go in anybody's house. <laughs> yeah. So you had a, a situation where a seller didn't want to sell and all of a sudden a buyer didn't want to buy. 
because yeah. they don't want to go into someone's house. They're like, well, if I go in this house, how do I know that they don't have something? Yeah. Then I might not catch it walking in. So there was a lot of that, but I will say people, um, the people that really needed to sell and the people that really needed to buy kept those prices up. Hmm. Because like you, because then you had a lot of people that let's say like me and my wife, like every blue moon, we're like, get kind of the deal of let's go look at some houses. Mm-hmm. Well, when all that happened, er, yeah, we stopped just, we stopped the casual looking, right? Because we're just not going to go into somebody's house if we're not, you know, dead serious on let's, we need to move it. We need to move. Yeah. We're not just going to just start looking at houses. So, um, uh, the people that were really, really needing to buy were still buying, and the people that really, really needed to sell were still selling. Mm. So you still had your 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 hardcore buyers, your hardcore sellers. It's just it just shrunk. Yeah. It's but but it kept the numbers up. I was so surprised. To, I was surprised to see that. How much How much did interest rates play into people's? desire to say, Hey, I can pay a little bit more for the house that I actually really want because now the interest rate dropped. And so I'm able to get more house for the same amount of money. I don't really have to ask for less. Um, I'll pay that because I need the house. It's, it, you know, there are less houses on the market all of a sudden. Uh, how much of that do you think played into what you're talking about? Well, you know, the interest rates get a funny thing it's in April. Um, you know, in March, they were starting to dip. And then in April, when all this really was full force, it, it took a major dip. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, within a week, it, it went from, I want to say, 3.75 down to 3. And then in, in two days, it went back to 3.5 and then back down to 3. I mean, it was doing this. And mm. and within within a, a lunch period, good grief! I mean, it was really moving fast because because what happened is they want people to lower the rates so people can get in houses, but you know, and and still is today, you know, they've tightened up the credit restrictions. The big major companies, Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Well, at least Chase and Wells Fargo. Bank of America hasn't said for sure, but Wells Fargo, uh, Chase has now said you need a 700 credit score. Yeah. You need 20% down. Like we're not doing, unless you're a triple A buyer, unless mm. you're pretty much perfect along the radar, we're not going to originate your loan. You go ahead and do have a, a, a mortgage company or credit union somewhere else do your more mortgage origination. And, you know, maybe we'll take it from there, but unless you were a triple a, you know, 750 credit score, four years in your job, um, you know, your DTI was like no more than 25, 30%. Like you had to fit all that criteria perfectly yeah. for like chase to take your, your loan and, that, and they're still there. And Wells Fargo is now jumping on that too. So, um, because the investors, the big, big, big investors that buy the mortgage-backed securities, they're scared when all this started because people are starting to miss their mortgage, their mortgages, and that's what is starting slowly to happen right now. Like, okay, you miss one mortgage payment, maybe you miss another one. You know, if you go into that third and fourth month, 
and you have not secured um, your forbearance with your lender, you're going to be in a pre-close, a pre-foreclosure situation coming in August, September. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of people don't understand that whole forbearance thing for sure. Yeah. It's, so it's not we, forgiveness. We, <laughs> no. And, and I, I urge every single person out there, if you are going, if you absolutely have to miss your payment, please, please, please just don't miss your payment. Call your credit union, call your lender, call whoever is servicing your mortgage and talk to them and ask them and, 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 and get emails from them, get confirmation from them because you want to make sure that whatever you are signed up for, whatever you have agreed to is in writing on paper because in four months from now and you've missed four payments and you're expecting to just start over and, and at the same time, Wells Fargo is expecting you to, to send four mortgage payments at once. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. And that's there's going, to be, going to be people, there is going to be a handful of people that's going to be stuck. And then you know what happens when you miss four months of mortgage payments, you can no longer refinance. Yeah. And if you don't pay it up, they're going to start pre foreclosure uh, proceedings. So it's, it's going to be, it, I mean, it's going to get going to happen to a handful of people. Yeah. It's going to yeah, get, it's brutal. going to happen. Yeah. I imagine, I imagine those big banks are all sitting back going, yeah, we watched the big short, you know, well, <laughs> You know, like we're not, we're not going to let this happen again. We, you know, fool, fool us once fine, but not, not again. We're not, we're not going through this again, you know? And so they're not going to, they're not going to put these, these easy, you know, easy applications, you know, low credit score, no, no money down loans. They're just not going to do it again. And they, I think they, yeah. they, they probably see the writing on the wall going, well, if we drop interest rates, everybody's going to think it's, you know, it's, you know, they threw the chum in the water essentially. So... Right. So, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's right now because we're just in like that first, first month really Mm -hmm. of people starting to miss their payments because I, and you know, it's, 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 it hasn't started yet, Mm. but you know, May, June, July. So August is when we're going to start seeing, um, some things happen and probably some really upset people that, thought one thing was happening and now something that they were not expected for is actually happening. Yeah. So I really hate to see that, but, um, I urge everybody, if you have not talked to your servicer or your bank, your credit union or your mortgage company, whoever you got your loan through, please, please, please pick up the phone, give them a call, make sure that you are covered with whatever. Make sure you have a plan. Yeah. All I ask, just have a plan. Well, yeah. If- and, and one of, and one of the things on top of that is, <clears throat> If you can pay your mortgage, pay it. Don't 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 try to go into this this game of oh, I can get like a month or two here where I don't have to pay this if I just, you know, play my cards right. Don't do that because you still are going to owe that money sometime and it could be sooner than later or it could be later than later, but even later than later, you're adding interest, you're adding all yes. of these things like you just, if you can pay your, your mortgage, pay your mortgage, please. Right? Yeah. Yes. 120,000%. <laughs> because it, it, you know, and you know, some people got stimulus money and if you did and, and that's what you needed to keep you afloat for another month, that's where, that, that's where it should go. Yeah. Keep your lights on and keep your, keep your mortgage going. So, you know, 
Um, Absolutely. That, yeah. The, the other thing so I think, gonna, uh, I think the other thing people should pay attention to that, that you said is, you know, if, you know, if you are prepared and you're sitting in a good position, August might be a time to look for some good deals. So not that yeah. we want to take advantage of people's bad situations, but you know, it's going to be the reality and somebody's, somebody's going to be scooping up some, some, some big deals come August probably. Yeah. And, and not only are they going to be big deals, which I think you're exactly right. I think we're going to have, you know, one of the things and Freddie, you, you probably know this way better than we do, but like whenever it comes to float foreclosed homes, so many times you walk into those things, you're like, holy cow. Like, no wonder this thing is such a good deal, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, and, and, and some people use that opportunity to just go nuts and like punch holes in the walls and like, you know, pee on the carpet, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff, right? Um, but what I think we're going to see is not only are we going to see a bunch of homes that are going to be really great deals, they're going to be in foreclosure, but I think there are going to be some nice homes that are in good condition, good people that kept those homes up that just fell onto hard times. And I think you're, you're potentially going to find some of the best foreclosures on the market that maybe we've seen in a very, very long time. Yeah. And I, I think we will too. And, and, you know, I hope that if, if you are getting to a place to where you're getting into a pre foreclosure, I would urge you for one call, like I said, call your servicer, call your bank, make a deal, do something because your foreclosure is going to stick with you for a long time, three, four, five, six, seven years. Yeah. You don't want that. And if anything, if you have equity, at least sell your house. Yeah. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to have to move out anyways, and you have a nice house, just sell it and bake whatever you can off it. If it's 10,000, if it's 50,000, don't just lose it. Yeah, that I understand if you have zero equity, you just moved in maybe and you have no equity and your house is not appreciated at all and you can't afford the real estate fees and all those things. I, I get that part. But if you've been in your house for more than three years, you probably have at least some equity in your home. Your home is appreciated to two to three percent in the last every year. So you have an opportunity where you can at least make a little bit of money avoid that foreclosure stain on your report and you can still get into something else. So, I mean, you know, don't just give it away, make something off it. If, if, you know, as my suggestion, um, because it's going to put some money in your pocket and it's going to save your credit. So, yeah, you know, that's the way to go. If you're in that situation. Yeah. Well, and hopefully, hopefully many people don't find themselves in that situation for sure. Um, what, what other, what other big changes are you, are you seeing right now in, in, and we're not really like in like a post COVID world red. I mean, like we're still kind of, we're existing in it, but like you're, you're seeing the changes that are either happening right now or coming on the horizon. Um, what, what other changes are you seeing to the way people are going to have to buy houses in the, in the months to come? Well, um, one thing that, that sellers have done that has, has, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the, with the Matterport system. Matterport is a virtual 3d tour of, of a home. Okay. And the Matterport has been around for six, seven years, maybe even a little bit longer. It, it, and it's really like you, 
it's very similar to Google Maps. Okay. When you go to Google Maps, you, you go to a spot, you go to Street View, and then you start walking around. It's the exact same thing, but it's inside of a house. Okay. So you go to one spot, and then you walk uh, six feet, and you're in another spot. You can look all the way 360. You can look up and down. So it's a complete, it's a complete portrait of your house. It's super cool. But so many people now are utilizing the Matterport system instead of actually going to the house. Mm. They're virtually walking the house, which they can do on their phone. You don't actually need like a virtual 3D uh, eyeset. You can just do it on your phone. You can walk through and it's a really easy way. Um, is it, is it something everything. that's intended to be supplemented with the goggles? It, I, it can be. Okay. It can be. That's kind of cool. But, but yeah, but you don't need it. Uh, but most people don't have that yet. Sure. Yeah. So it's not, it's uh, most people just do it on their phone, but it's funny. The other day I was looking at this house and I told my wife, Hey, check out this house. It looks pretty cool. I, I like the way it looks. And I went to the Matterport and I walked through it real quick. I was like, oh, that house is too small. <laughs> so, and that's, and that, and that's actually the downfall of it. You just need the iPad pro. Whereas, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well the, the downfall is you can walk through a house now to where like, in, in one sense, it's great because like you don't need to go drive to every single house to go yeah. view it. Yeah. But in another sense, so it's going to cut down for the seller. It gives the buyer a chance to see their house. But in another chance, you don't save anything. Like on some homes, I may only post a few pictures because mm-hmm. I want to bring them to the house. I'll post the very good pictures. Yeah. Like maybe a shot of the huge kitchen, a shot of the living room, and a shot of the master bath. But I want them to come see the rest of it. Mm. So I don't give them everything. This gives you everything. You can see every nook and cranny of that house. So yeah. in one way, it helps people look at it. But another chance, it, it gives way of that little surprise of, ooh, well, let's go see that house because I want to see more. Yeah. It takes that away. It, it is really interesting because uh, the other the other day, um, I, I, I looked at something. I don't even remember why. It may have been my brother was looking at some homes and sent something to me. And, um, I was clicking through the pictures and all of a sudden I got to like this three, it said 360 view. And I'm like, ah, I've seen that before. Um, and so I clicked on it and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not, that's not 360. Like, holy cow. Like, I'm walking through this home and I'm like, I'm walking up the stairs and, and I'm like, I'm looking into to hallways and, and, and into, into rooms. And I'm like, this house was awesome until I saw how it was laid out. Like now, <laughs> I would never, ever, ever. There, there's a, there's a, uh, a bedroom that backs up to the like garbage disposal or something. It's like this is this exactly. is dumb. <laughs> and and because because whenever you just look at pictures, um, like this specific house, um, when you just look at pictures, you're like, wow, it's really nice kitchen. Wow, that's really nice bedroom. Wow, that's really nice bathroom. But then whenever you realize, oh, oh, you got to get to the bedroom by doing what? You got to walk down this. This is stupid. I would never, ever, ever want this. And so I was like immediately turned off. But the, the whole experience, like I could walk around the backyard. I was like, this is this technology. I've never seen this before. And I'm really interested now that you said that, that it's becoming more of a thing. And it wasn't just like some really, uh, you know, super rich person that was putting this out. Like this is a thing that you can do if you want to pay for the service, I guess. Yeah. So, guys, I'm, I'm gonna pause real quick. I'm gonna, um, 
Just hang on one sec. Sure. Kev, I got to show you this pool at this new house I was at today. Oh, yeah? It was over 80,000 gallons. What? Yeah. Were they doing with that thing? It looks better than most of the pools at Disney. And I'm not even exaggerating. Man, like I've seen some of these things in, in some remote places where they're like they're, that's their thing. It's like they've got a water park at their house that's an Airbnb or something. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, that sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link to it. So it's yeah. like the house is, it's over in Tomball, but it's for sale for like 1.4. Oh, so if you and I go in together, we still couldn't buy still it. Still couldn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm only good for about $78,000. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, so, so the service, uh, the Matterport service, the 3D service, um, it's cheap. Really? Really? It's cheap. It's, I mean, it's is it like, bucks. is it like per, per unit or is it like a subscription fee? So, um, we hire, well, I hired almost ever all the real estate agents. We hire a, a photographer and they, and they perform those services. Okay. So they come out and they, they have a tripod and put it in an area and it spins around. Mm-hmm. Then they move it to another area and it spins around. So it's almost like the Google car. So really, you just you got to hire the right photographer that has the ability to do these things. Yeah, but mo- uh, now, right now, almost all the photographers do them. Mm. Because they're like, if I don't do it, everybody else is doing it. So now they're all kind of stuck like, well, I guess I got to do it. And they, they don't like doing it. Really? Does it take a long time? Yeah, it could take about an hour. Yeah. I can, I can see and it's that. Only about, and it's about a hundred bucks or so. Wow. That's what they charge. hundred, hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. And that's cheap. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like a photographer, like most homes, let's just say a very 2,500 square foot house, you know, two story, whatever. Mm-hmm. It takes a photographer about 10 to 12 minutes to shoot that whole house. <laughs> they go in tripod click 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 they already got their settings so they're not really having to do anything uh-huh. they turn all the lights on in the house with usually they're already on they they hit the button one time and it takes usually three shots boom boom, boom. a light a dark and a medium mm-hmm. so they catch all the light they catch all the blacks and the medium it's almost like you know if you're listening to music you got your subs <laughs> then you got your six by nines it's like the same deal so <laughs> they just walk in click 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 Ten minutes, they're out of there. Yeah, you know, hundred hundred bucks. You know, but now they got to do this other thing that's a hundred bucks, hundred twenty, and it takes an hour. Yeah. So, I can I can see why that would frustrate them because they're they're almost you know quadrupling the amount of time it takes them to to get through a to to get through a stop. So, what 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 is the name of this stuff again? It it's called Matter Matterport Matterport. Kev, can you look up how expensive that equipment is? Sure. Yeah, because one of the things that I'm kind of interested in is like, because um, Greg and I have a mutual friend that shoots houses, and, and I'm, I'm just kind of curious, like, is it, you, you mentioned it's like this this circle type thing that like just, you know, 
takes this 360 thing. I wonder if that's like a piece of equipment in and of itself. They use their regular camera or if they have to have like their own camera uh, to do that with. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of interested in how that works. Well, I think Matterport themselves has their own equipment where they're, it's their own camera. Like a, you buy like a kit. Okay. And okay. It used to be, it used to be about, I want to say about 4,000 bucks. Or yeah, the, that's what I'm looking right now, and I mean, you're looking at like thirty five hundred dollars, roughly. Yeah, um, that's, that's a pretty steep it, investment for. You know, you yeah, gotta, you got to be turning a bunch of houses to get that, get that in the black. Yeah. Now, now that being said, though, I mean, like it also looks like it works with you know 3D cameras, but it also works with like an iPhone. So, you know, if you've got like the, the iPhone 11 Pro right now or something, it's got a pretty good camera on it. I mean, I guess there's a possibility that you could use that. I mean, I don't know that these real estate people are trying to do that, but I'm just saying, looks like you can. Hmm. I think it, I, I think it depends on the house. I mean, like if you have like a, a, a half million dollar home, probably not. You probably yeah. want to get like their yeah, professional photographer's lens on there yeah but if you're doing a you know a hundred and eighty thousand dollar house it might be enough to say okay we'll just use this as an extra tool and we'll just go ahead and do it yeah, yeah but we're, so, we're still we're still talking it's a significant investment no matter what i mean it's one of those deals where it's like if you're gonna go in bro you gotta go you know? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and there actually are other companies now that have started like that Matterport 3D feature. Uh, like not, the Great Value brand. Yeah, yeah. The the doc the Dr. K. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Thunder, baby. That's where it's at. So uh they have those now where like they're um you know as as another option, but I haven't explored any of those, but I know that there's some companies that are starting to do that. It's kind of like a DIY mm-hmm. where you buy the kit and you kind of do it yourself. But, you know, hmm. it's probably going to be closer to $2,000. I'm not really sure, but I'm just, that's just kind of a guess. Yeah, Pro- probably. Well, that, I'm just here to tell you, like, that experience for me was amazing. I, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to tell you, like, I'm not in the, in the market to buy a new house right now. But if I find out that there's a house that has it, I'm going to go look at it <laughs> just because I'm interested. I'm interested in just that, that technology. I used to do it. I used to walk streets with Google View, though, too, like, like Google Street View, because I'm like, I've never been in this area. Like, that's a gated neighborhood. I'd kind of like to see what's in there, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it's a really cool technology. Yeah, no, it's, yeah it is. And, and, and and the and the and the and what you said, Kevin, um, about you walked in the house and you're like, man, this bedroom, like, you gotta like cross this other hallway to get to this bedroom. Like, this sucks. <laughs> like, it it saves you time, though, right? Yeah, like, it does. Yeah. I don't have to go to that house. Yeah, you're like, hey, I just saved myself thirty minutes right there. Boom. Yep. And at the same, and the thing about it though, the the seller is the one that actually probably provided you that video so even though you know they would rather you come out to the house and look at it yourself yeah. in most cases but now you've seen it and you're like eh, next <laughs> so yeah. for them it goes both ways you know 
Yeah, so it's kind of like this catch-22, but but like right now, one, one of the things that, that I'm finding, uh, just, just take real estate off, off the table for a minute, like restaurants, for example. There, there's a place we love here in Montgomery called Pizza Shack. So we oh, love Pizza Shack. Five, right? Yes, yes. So, so we love Pizza Shack and not just for their pizza. Like we ordered their Philly cheesesteak the other day and it's, it's worth having. So um, one of the things that they did is they decided not to open, even though they could at 25%, because they realized that they are actually doing more business and able to hire more people through their delivery and their takeout stuff than they would be if they were to open their, their store right now. So you kind of move that into other markets and you go, okay, what is my best option for getting people to see the product that I've got to offer? And it, no, I, I can't walk in that house and see that, you know, man, this is great. The neighborhood's great. I like the feel like there's not a lot of traffic, that there's kids in this neighborhood, cul-de-sac, you know, all these sorts of things that may be, you know, really cool. I, but man, all of a sudden I'm not, I'm not, I don't like the layout of that. So it's a, it's a weird catch 22 because you want people to see your house and it gives them a greater opportunity to really know what they're looking at with that actually step in foot. But at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't, so what do you think? I mean, I'm curious. What do you think that it is a positive thing or a negative thing? Would you do it if you were selling your house right now? I would, I would, okay. um, and I and I would and I would mainly do it because you want more eyeballs. At the end of the day, you want more eyeballs on your house, and your house kind of is what it is. Whether your house is great or your house, you know, kind of sucks, yeah. uh, your house kind of is what it is. So whether they see your house online or they come and see it in person, if they the three D is really going to tell them both ways. So and some this- people will say, you know what. That, that house, I, I like the layout. And some people are the opposite. They're like, you know what? I walked through that house and I still like it. <laughs> so, sure. now, so now I want to go, now I want to go see it in person and really see what it looks like. So, yeah. you know, it does, it is a catch 22. It does go both ways. Yeah. Now, now, you know, it smells like a cat after you walk in. So you're like, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's in the, that's in the Uber <laughs> package. <laughs> we'll send you some smells. That's the Disney fine version. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The Disney fine version. Oh, it's a 4D. Hey, that's a that's a that would be a cool feature though. It would. There's a not only not only do we uh, provide you with the 3D uh, Matterport system, we have an Uber system where we we'll come pick you up and you can come <laughs> look at the house. That's kind of cool. Yeah. As long as you as long as you uh, give us your pre-approval first, we'll come, just... we'll come Uber you. And then, and then you can go through Taco Bell on the way home. Cocktails hey, will be provide provided. Drinks. That's right. That's, that's yeah, you provide drinks, and that way they're a little drunk whenever they get there. If it's Uber, they can drink, man. That's right. Freddie, man, I think we're on to something here. I mean, like, we could I'll move a lot of houses. <laughs> hey, we'll just take Kevin to Pizza Shack first, get the Uber Eats on go. the way there, get them, all, get them all hyped up, get them some good music. Boom, it's boom, date boom, night. It's just date night at that point. That that is that yeah, is a reality like, TV show waiting to happen. Hey, hey <laughs> and then you can eat the, and then you can have dinner, the food you just got in the house. In the house. Oh, see, you you eat dinner. You can see what does it feel like to eat dinner in this house. Test Boom. test drive the house. Like, eat. Yep, I love yeah. it. Hey, op- open up the fridge. Oh man, get get you know. Oh, let me check out this ice here. Boom, get a cup. Hey. 
dude. We we partner with some local restaurants. Five years, people. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Surprise! In five years, people are doing that. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. You heard it here on the homeowners show. Dude, I've I've been in some houses that people would pay to have dinner in. Shoot, yeah. Just I mean, yeah. I think it's a great idea. You're gonna be getting in that Uber, and people are gonna be your Uber drivers would be like, "Are those swim trunks?" I, Why, yes, they are. I legitimately think this idea could make Uber profitable. <laughs> it like, hey man, we're, we're eating on the deck. We're eating on the deck when we get there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I got my sunscreen. Oh man. That was see. You see, it's 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 not it's not that bad of an idea. See, no. you could almost like it's like test driving the house. Yeah. You know, or maybe maybe vacant homes will, will you know, start believing in it like an Airbnb where you kind of test it out for a day or two. It kind of, I want to see what this feels. I want to see what it feels like. I want to feel, because honestly, that's the thing. People always say, I want to see what it feels like waking up there. Mm-hmm. And that and that doesn't happen. That no, That's can't. not a reality at this point. Nope. But if the house is vacant and it was still had, it still had furniture, you could live you could live like that one day reality type of I want to see what it feels like going to bed. I want to see what it feels like waking up. Now I don't know if you're gonna feel comfortable sleeping in someone else's bed, but mm-hmm. you get the idea. Yeah. Well guys, what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to go ahead and cut this off right now, cut that whole segment out <laughs> so that people don't go jump on this before <laughs> we have a business idea. <laughs> Here we need to form the I, LLC I know first. Someone listening. <laughs> we have some really smart listeners. I'm just saying, like with means. Hey, as long as they give I, us I credit, can tell, <laughs> I, I can tell by the numbers. Yeah, there's they're smart. <laughs> I tell you, it's a hell of an idea. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I'm I'm actually <laughs> curious if you're seeing uh, a, a change in the features people are looking at in homes. Uh, regarding uh, the whole coronavirus situation, I mean, like, are, are people looking at different air filtration systems? Are there, are, there, are there different amenities to homes that people are, are zeroing in on because of everything that's been happening in the world? Um, you know, I don't think so yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. I think people are still, I think a lot of people still believe that things will go back to the way they were. Right. So they're not ready to evolve their life around this thing, even though that might be the case. Yeah. I think that people are, are kind of planning on you lost your Craig. There I'm here. you go. Yeah. Sorry. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I, I think, I think people aren't ready to succumb to this being a, something that's going to stay here for the next two, three, four years. I think people are, are still hoping next month, next month, next season, we're going to get through it and it's going to be a thing of the past. You mm-hmm. know, if, if they get a vaccine in the next year, hopefully it will be. But I don't think people are thinking that far into the future yet. I think people are still more concerned about um, open concept, type of granite, uh, three-car garage. Yeah, uh, those, are the, those know, are the things people are still looking for, basically. Yeah. 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 I don't think the health factor has, has really come into play yet. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I think if this, what we're experiencing continues in the same pattern that we're going into, I think, yes, uh, 
2021 home builders especially will evolve into some more clean feature technique type you know i think but i i don't really know what that looks like yet yeah i mean you know everyone right now is like well keep washing your hands is like the number one thing like wash your hands cover your mouth wear a mask if you go out but there's not a lot of features to add to a home yet yeah yeah but at the same time like i i think this is important can you kind of give us what um what your own kind of restrictions are for showing someone a home right now because my brother is in the market right now he lives up in amarillo and he's kind of been telling me like some of the ways that he has to walk through a home right now um what what kind of restrictions are y'all um are y'all under right now as far as just the the general realtor vibe and and what people are expecting well so we're in montgomery county and there is not anything very specific that they have given us orders to like, we can still go show homes, Mm -hmm. but most people wear a mask when showing because we're going into multiple homes. I bring a hand sanitizer spray. So like when I'm going to open a lockbox, right? Spray the lockbox, wipe it down. Um, Going into the house, I tell buyers to keep their hands in their pockets Mm. because I don't want, them touching anything and i don't want that goes both ways them touching something and leaving something behind or whatever it's just easier if they keep their hands in their pockets to themselves not to be opening drawers doors closets doors i have gloves and protection so if if they need something open i can assist them yeah but it's not like a free-for-all kind of where it was where you walk in put your hands on the counter you know, rifle through everything. Yeah. See what's, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much stopped. Yeah. Um, for the for safety of not just the buyer, but the seller too. I mean, you know, we want to leave that house as clean as the way that they left it. Right. So yeah. we want to leave it a hundred percent germ free. So, um, the biggest thing is, is really just being conscious of the things you're doing because a lot of times like, you're touching your eye, you're touching yourself, and you're not really thinking about it. So it's just really reminding people. I try to tell people to keep the hands in their pockets hmm. because that way it, it, it just an accidental, and not to say that people are walking around coronavirus, but you know, you're, you're not thinking of the things that you're putting your hands on yeah. for the most yeah. part. So if you have your hands in your pockets, that, that saves a lot right there. Um, that that's exactly what he's what they're what he's said that he's experiencing, and it's not a bad thing. It's just a very different feeling for the buyer, but it does give the seller a little bit of um, I, I guess a, an assurance that when I come back into my home, I don't have to go through and sanitize the whole thing, every doorknob before I you know before I can live again. Yeah. Right, and a lot of a lot of sellers right now are providing sanitizer like at the door so when you're walking in the door there's a table there and it's got hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. so a lot of the sellers are giving the buyers the opportunity to clean their hands right when they walk in a lot of uh, home sellers are providing gloves 
a lot of sellers are providing uh, booties for their shoes. Mm. So they're, you know, a lot of home sellers and agents, they're, they're really trying to do their best to keep everything going as clean as possible. Because the last thing we really, really want is for a buyer to come in the house, have coronavirus, leave some of their germ somewhere, the seller get it, and then that's going to be a big story that buyers are, are coming in and, and cross-contaminating each other. Homes. Yeah. And, you know, I can only imagine, you know, real estate agent Freddie Palomero showed four people and they contracted the home seller's coronavirus. So, uh, you know, and now so he's just, waiting tables. Yeah. <laughs> and, now, and, now he's, and, now, and now he's working at DoorDash. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with DoorDash or waiting tables. Oh, exactly. Right. Exactly. But yeah. So, uh, you know, we're just, definitely trying our best and i think if and i i feel this this way about the coronavirus in general if everybody really just does their best practice their distance practice covering the mouth practice washing their hands just really being conscious about what you're doing i think that's going to take away a vast majority of of the issue but mm. i guess it's still to be set still to be seen yeah. And I can, yeah, I can also yeah. imagine in the, in the near future, just because of, you know, and I don't know exactly how many days we've been in, you know, a, a stay at home order, even though like we're not technically under that anymore. Um, people are still being encouraged to stay at home. Uh, how, how long has it been now, Kev? Has it been, has it been 90 days or has it been just 60 days? It's been, it's been 60, 60 days. So in, yeah, anyway, it after it feels after, like 90, it feels like 90. Yeah. Um, I, I can imagine after 60 days, especially with the, the school cancellations and everything that's been going on where, where moms and dads have been at home with their kids for an extended period of time, where not been able to get out and go do some of the things that they're usually able to do when the kids are home for summer, that um, some amenities at home are going to be given a different value now than they were in the past where they, they can go, well, what if my kid gets sent home from school again? Are we going to have enough to keep them busy here at the house? Are we going to have the things that's going to make it an enjoyable experience for all of us to, you know, be in quarantine again or, you know, whatever the situation might be. So, yeah. I've, well, I have never in my life driven. I mean, so, so in our, in our neighborhood, I've mentioned this before. Um, it's kind of a golf cart neighborhood, right? So people drive their golf carts around and we've done that multiple times. We get in our golf cart. We'll just ride around just to get out of the house. Right. And I have never been more jealous of people walking around in bathing suits because they have a pool in their backyard. And I've never, ever, ever wanted a pool because <laughs> my buddy Craig has one, right? Like I can, I, I know people and I, and, and just, I can drive my golf cart down and normally just go down and get into the pools that I pay for every month. Right. But I can't do that right now. So all of a sudden I think you're kind of right. Like there are certain things that I'm looking at it going, and that would be really nice to have. I've never really wanted it before, but all of a sudden I kind of wish I had it. I think right now we're seeing a lot of people doing, um, extending like their, their, their backyards, as far as like they're extending their patios, mm -hmm. they're building out. Um, I think that that's big right now. You know, I've had a couple of friends recently, they've added like, um, like a 10 by 30 in their backyard where they can have some, instead of just having the grass, they have some entertaining space. Um, I've seen a lot of pools start to come up. And then like right now, people that are in their homes, they're kind of like, 
they're kind of really seeing what they don't like about their house. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. in your house a lot. They're like, you know what? Next time we move, I want to get. And usually if, if like, if let's say two kids share a room, like if they're in a three bedroom, they're like, we're going to move into a four bedroom. So yeah. you can have your own rooms like that. That type of thing is really, you know, I think starting to weigh on people where like we want something bigger or maybe we don't have a game room. Like if you're just in a regular house, maybe you're just in a, a small three, two, 1400 square feet, which a lot of people are in and they have, you know, three kids. They're like, you know what? We're going to have to get a fourth bedroom, maybe a game room. And for some people that's would be a huge improvement. Yeah. Oh yeah. What they currently have. Yeah. And by the way, kids, it's not for you. It's for me. It's for my sanity. I'm not giving you your own room because you deserve it. I'm giving you your own room so that I don't kill you. That's what's happening right now. All right. Now you need to know what that's like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not really for you. You're going to use it, but it's really for me. I don't want you watching my TV. That's right. I'm tired of of refereeing when I send you to your room, refereeing after that. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And I have two boys, four and six, so I... You definitely experienced yeah, this. It, oh, yeah. It's a total, like, wrestling, WrestleMania daily, so... Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, Craig and I don't know what that's like. And we have oh, boys, but we don't have two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, like, when you have, like, one boy, one girl, it's, you, I'm sure you get, like, the kind of, like, you know, competitiveness and those things. The but same. they, they, no, but you know, they're going to race to some, they're going to race to somewhere. Well, first they're going to race to the starting line where they're going to start, <laughs> but they haven't even started racing yet, but they're going to race to the starting line. <laughs> when, when they get there, they decide they're going to run to someplace and whoever wins or whoever loses will start running back first and say, well, I, re- I won on the way back. Yeah. And they'll start, they'll start making up finish lines, you know, <laughs> after it's over. So. Yeah. So, so this is kind of where we've come to like tonight, you know, I told you I went to the grocery store where I bought the, I bought a big box of honey nut Cheerios. And, um, so my, my wife went through another box of, of something today and I was like, all right, I'm going to take these out to the trash can. She said, no, 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 no. Don't take those to the trash can. And I was like, why they're trash. And she was like, no, 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 they will play with those. And that is going to be their new toy. And I was like, okay, fine. So I, I literally, I stopped where I was, which is by the front door. And I just set them there. And not 10 minutes later, my kids were playing a game where they were role-playing. They were, you know, they were like in an airplane or something. And it was an overnight flight to Disney World, by the way. And, um, and we had to eat. And so they had these boxes of food. She was like, good. My my daughter was like, good thing we got some Cheerios. I was like, good thing. (laughs) They got new toys every time we run out of food. They got new toys. (laughs) It's so true. It's so funny that you even said that. Just like last week, we had two empty bottles, uh, two empty uh, boxes of cereal. And I was about to throw them out. And my wife's like, I think the boys want to play with those. I'm like, okay. (laughs) 20 minutes later, they're now robots. They got the red solo cups as feet. They got something else sticking out of their, out of their arms and they got a head. Nice. I'm like, I made robots out of those. I'm like, that's great. I'm glad I didn't throw them out. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, kids love boxes more than they love the actual toy. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We always that, save those I Amazon mean, boxes on the porch, man. 
Those become yeah, forts. Yeah, that's like the other <laughs> that that's another business idea I had. I'm like just sell the box with no toy in it. <laughs> you can charge the same amount but just tell box parents. Toy. And the parents are happy cuz they're like now I don't have this piece of junk toy laying around. I'm going to have the box anyway. So everybody's happy. You spend the same amount. The kids don't want the toy anyway. Hey, it's cheap. You're not mad it's when they break really it. Really not a, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. You know what? You know what to believe me. Uh, uh, toy box. That could be the best of toy. It's a toy box. Yes. Same guys that did pet rock in yes. the 80s. Yes. Yep. That was that was a legitimate business. They made a ton of money. Many people fell for it. And I got a business outside right now with pet rocks. <laughs> I got a lot of them. You got a farm. I got a lot of them. That's right. That's right. You got pet rock. And you get like, hey, look, toy box. That's right. Toy, toy box, box right here. That's right. Three bucks. Get Name them. Box. Give them a backstory. That's right. I mean, it's easy. It's easy. Well, well, Freddie, what else, what else have we not covered? I mean, there, there's so much to real estate that we have not even touched on. I mean, uh, you know, you mentioned DTI earlier and I immediately thought, man, people need to go. If they don't know what DTI is, they need to go back and listen to our episode with Haley Thayer um, on, on acronyms. And I mean, there's so much with regard to, to real estate. We could have like 17 other episodes if we wanted to, but like what right now do you think, we you want to mention is there anything else that we've not hit on oh man like you said there there could be a million things we could touch on um and I, and the one thing i always come back to for so many people um and a lot of people understand but a lot of people don't is just how important your credit is like i just couldn't ever stress that enough like your 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 credit score people kind of like you know don't think too much about missing payments here and there but your credit score, like, is worth so much in real estate. Like, people just don't understand. Like, if you're just paying your bills on time, like, and increasing your credit score, like, that does so much for you because the difference between, like, a 620 score and a 720 score or a 580 score and a 680 score, I mean, you're, you're it's like 100 bucks a month. It could be or more. Yeah. Like all yeah. you got to do is like really pay attention here and not that you have to check it every day, but just be uh, conscious of, of what you're really, you know, uh, really doing with your scores and just pay your bills on time. It's so important because you have a great track. I see it all the time. People are like, I make great money. You know, I've got a good job and your credit score sucks. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> How do you make $200,000 a year and you're at like at a 550? Like, how are you, how are you at 550? Oh, well, I'm not, I don't really pay my bills on time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's going to cost you like 300 bucks a month now because you don't pay your bills on time. Yeah. So it's right. just like, you know, I could go on about, you know, new construction or, um, you know, there's so many things to talk about, but for so many people, like, I just really hope that. They take their credit score because that is their gateway. If you have great credit and maybe you don't have a ton of money, there are so many programs that you will qualify for. Even if you make fifty, forty thousand dollars a year, but you have really, really good credit, yeah, there are so many programs that will help you buy a house. And what, um, what do you mean when you say really, really good credit? Make, what do you what, what what score are you looking at when you say really good credit? If, Real estate if wise, you're seven. 720 to 750 is what I consider. I mean, 
obviously if you're 800, that's where you really want to be. But I mean, this is a small percentage of, yeah. (laughs) I will say my crest is A12. Yeah. Dang. Last time I saw it. Nice. So, you know, and I don't check it that often. I probably check it every six months, but I know I'm paying on time and, you know, it's not really going anywhere. But, you know, I I just, I don't want people to, you know, because if you're at 720 or 750, you qualify for every program out there. Mm. There's programs out there, you know, there's a program called for um, low to moderate income people. It's called Easter Seals. They give away $12,000 to buy a house. If you have like 720 credit, they'll give you the money. Nice. Wow. So, you know, all you need to do is pay your bills on time. Yeah, and, and I think there's that, – that's one of the things that like if you're wondering, if you're out there sitting there going, man, like I do pay my bills on time, but I can't pass that 700 threshold. Like I don't even know what to do. Go just do a Google search. How do I increase my credit? Because it's not just paying your bills on time, right? Um, there's a lot of other things that factor into it. In fact, I actually, I actually hurt myself one time. It wasn't bad, but uh, I, I've got good credit. And I went and I opened up a, a credit card, and they immediately gave me a credit line of $30,000 on that, on that credit card. And this was like 10 years ago. And I was, I was almost you know, 30 at that point. I'm like there, I do not need a $30,000 credit <laughs> limit. And so I literally asked them to lower it and I asked them to lower it down to 20 and they did. But one of the things you need to know is that the amount of credit that you have versus how much credit you've used factors into how good your credit's going to be. So if you've got $5,000 credit limit and you're, you know, you're at $3,500, your income, like your, your ratio of how much debt you have is higher than if you had $3,500 and $30,000 credit limit, right? So all of these things factor in. And so the more you know about what factors into your credit gives you power to do something about it. So maybe you need to call and say, hey, I paid my bills on time. Can you increase my credit limit? And probably they will. You know, so um, those types of things are are power for you. Yes, no, you're 120 uh, percent correct. Like how much you have compared to how much you or how much credit you have available. So, like if you if they say, and, the, and I don't know what the true number is, but like they want you to have spent only about 10 percent of your available credit. So, if you have a ten thousand dollar limit, they want you to be between. A $10,000 credit limit, they want you to spend around $1,000. That's what they want your your floating uh, Balance to be. Three, they yeah. want you to have nine, $9,000 available. That looks favorable. Now, we don't want anyone necessarily to close any of their credit lines out because once you do that, your, your numbers are skewed because your DTI is going to be off. We want you to keep your available credit or raise it possibly in some situations – but we don't want you to definitely max out because if you have 10,000 of uh, 10,000 credit line and you use 9,000, uh, yeah, not looking too good for you. It looks like you've weighed overspend what you really should be. Yeah. Knowledge is power in those moments. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually have an episode coming up with, uh, I think our, our, our mutual friend Mason is going to come in and actually do a deep dive on credit repair. 
with us. So uh, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that one because there's a bunch I don't, I mean, even though our, our credit scores are good, I don't, I don't necessarily even know how I got there. Um, so we're going to be, yeah. You, you, you know what, you know what else is power, Craig? Hmm. A good plumber, a good plumber. Yeah, really, man. If, if you don't have a good plumber, you're probably, um, literally down the crap hole <laughs> every single time, which is why we're every, happy every that time. we have a good sponsor of the show, Paul, the plumber. Uh, you can reach Paul at right. 832-521-3252. You can also reach him at Paul, the plumber, LLC.com. Find him on Facebook. Not only can you find him on Facebook, you can book him on Facebook. That yeah. is incredible. And we were talking, we were talking about that virtual stuff earlier. Um, and, and I don't know if you know this, Freddie, but like with Paul, you can do a virtual uh, visit with him and you can show him what your problem is virtually so that he comes prepared for that job to get taken place. And he knows exactly what it looks like. He knows all the parts that he needs. And so that's, that's just, you want to talk about power. Like to me, the less that I have to interact with my plumber, the better. Right. So, (laughs) you know, get him in, get him out so that my faucets run correctly. Then my toilet flushes every time, whatever is going on. I want to make sure that the sooner I can get him out, the better, you know, there, there are two, there are two godsons out there. Teachers. Yeah. And plumbers. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We're so thankful for Paul. I'm telling you because people like Paul, like my, I tell people this all the time. My number one most hated dad job is the job of the plumber. Yeah. Dad, the toilet doesn't work. Husband, I up our uh, sink again. Like <laughs> the number one most hated job of myself and most men out there is to have the so paul we thank you we love you for your services <laughs> that's right absolutely that's right well uh i tell you what like i i, I mean this has been really good information freddie i think you've you've really helped us understand because i think so much of what we're experiencing right now people have questions about like people just don't understand like the, again I, I mentioned it earlier knowledge is power the more you know about a situation the more you understand a situation, the more comfortable you're going to be however you choose to deal with that situation. And so, you know, I, you're right. There are still people that need to buy houses. There are still people that are getting new jobs in new places. They're moving. There are other places, uh, other people that need to move as well. They need to sell their house. Like, so what does that look like? Because to be honest, I don't really want to go into someone else's house right now. There's a reason we are not in the homeowner show studio right now. There's a reason. <laughs> yeah. And it's not because I don't like you guys It's because I don't want your germs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so like we just have to be careful. And so being careful and understanding the situation is really, really important. And I think you really helped us with that. So, um, man, thanks for, thanks for joining us. However, we absolutely cannot let you get away before we do that thing that we do, which is the final four. The final four. I thought you were evoking exactly the wonders right. there for a second. I was ready to start singing the song. <laughs> Every time you... No. Hey, that's fine. We can do that too. Okay. We can do that too. <laughs> um, but no, we got four questions, Freddie, that we asked all of our guests, including you. So we're going to just start it off here with the first question, which is, 
What's the must-have tool that you will not leave your house without? Well, I'd love to say my hammer, but <laughs> since I'm not that handy, I would probably say this. Yeah, the phone. And, yep. and, 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 and I will say it's not just the phone. I mean, for most people, we do a little bit of everything, but literally because I could do my entire business my entire real estate business on this, not only just with contracts and I mean, everything I shoot all my videos with this. Yeah. Like the video I'm shooting right now is with my phone actually. Yeah. <laughs> so like all my social media that I've, that I've done all of my videos that I've shot and I've probably shot about 50 home videos. Mm-hmm. Everything I've shot was, has been with my phone. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, like they're incredible, so, incredible devices that allow businesses to operate at a much higher rate and a much higher level. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, honestly, if, if they came out and said, um, if everyone's phone, if my phone died today and I had to buy a $5,000 phone, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, think we all would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would have to, I, I would. I would do it because it's so essential. Like I, like I said, I would love to say it's a, a hammer <laughs> or like a, or like a drill I have in my truck. But honestly, my gun is my phone. Yeah. You can order a drill on your phone. So, <laughs> you know, if you need one bad enough and if you live in certain areas of the world, you can have it delivered from Amazon in an hour. Yep. So that's true. <laughs> you can't even go to the store that quick. You know, I was talking just real quick. Talk about Amazon. I want to say something about Amazon real quick. That I was talking to another uh, person today. You know why Amazon wins and how awesome they win? They figured out logistics. Yep. They are the logistics freaking champions, and that's why they win. Yeah. Yep. If 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 I could curtail my business to be a logistics champion, that's how you win. Yeah. Yep. Like God. Between them and Chick Fil A, they yeah. got it covered. I, I tell you the reason, man. I mean, like, and I'm, I'm I'm serious about this. They're not afraid to test. They're not afraid to test. I mean, like, they will do some crazy stuff to find out what people want. You know, like yep. you, you think about like those uh, those lockers, the Amazon lockers, and they're, they're getting real estate for free. Yeah, by putting those lockers in at gas stations and and apartment complexes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, like they are and and they get their brand out there. I mean, like and that was some, that was just like that was just a hunch, you know. But like you're right. I mean, like that's a logistics thing that they're like, we're going to test this and see if it works. And when it works, they yeah. they double down on it like crazy. Yes, yes, they do. Hey, you know, it's something real interesting that they did uh, this past year, and I don't know if it's something brand new or just something I just heard of is. You know, like now you could take your Amazon box, your Amazon product, whatever you got, you could take it to Kohl's. Yeah, I've done that actually. Kohl's now takes, and and, and it serves two purposes. Kohl's wants wants to be the Amazon provider because now everyone's going into Kohl's, Uh right? And you know where their customer service is? In the the back. uh, No, it's at the back of their store. Ah. you have to walk through the entire coal store at every location to get to their customer service. Well, guess where you return stuff for Amazon at the back of the store as well at customer service. So you're right. It's a very dualistic relationship. And you know, I don't yeah, know and, if, and, if you guys know. haven't done it, they'll, uh, if you, if you do return things to Kohl's rather than like a, you know, a, a FedEx place or a UPS place or something, if you take it to Kohl's, part of your return receipt is a 10% coupon 
for anything you want to buy in Kohl's. Right. <laughs> and you don't have to box it up. It's the same thing yeah. with the UPS store. You, you don't have to box it up. You can take your opened package to UPS and they will box it up for you. And Kohl's will do the same thing. Yep. It's amazing. It's, it's just smart, yeah. smart business. It's, yeah, it's so smart. Yeah. It's, not yeah. even, it's not even funny. No, <laughs> no. They, they're paying people just to plan. That's all they oh, do. Yeah. You know? If I could pay people to plan, I might. Exactly eight years to the day that I, that I joined. Uh, March 16th was my anniversary start date and end date. Okay. Um, and um, I think there was 400 employees when I left and about 300 when I started. So, I mean, it's a, it's a big travel agency right now, obviously with coronavirus, they're in, they're, they're hurting bad because people yeah. are canceling their vacations and people are getting stuck on cruise ships and there's a lot of bad publicity that goes on with that. So I feel for those guys. Cause I still have, I still have friends that, uh, that were there, even though I've left six, seven, six years, five years ago, six years ago. Okay. Um, so, but that was one job where I had, I was comfortable with, I, you know, bought a house there. I, you know, I'd done a lot of milestones at that job, but I'd loved, I've always loved real estate. I've always, I used to be at work at vacations to go and just look at the houses that were for sale and mm-hmm. see where I could find the best deal. So I would say, okay, what's the biggest five bedroom house I can find for under 200,000. Mm. And I would search all of Houston and I would find that house. Like, okay. That's, that's a good deal. Yeah. And then I, so I would always do all these like little searches all the time. Just, just for, just kids, to see what you could find. Yeah. Really. Just to see what I got. And I actually ended up buying a house. Um, in a buying house and I sold it like four years later and I made like $50,000 on it Nice, because I searched and found the house that was like a good deal and you know, all that jazz. But uh, anyway, so, and then I was like, I, I love real estate. And so it's, so being in real estate for me is easy because it's something I really enjoy doing. I enjoy helping people, uh, business partners, um, other real estate professionals, like I'm always an open book on all things. So I love helping people. I love working with people. So real estate for me was like a natural fit. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Real estate for me with Freddie P. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, we got another question for you. So how do you wind down at the end of a long day? Um, usually... <laughs> So as I said, I have two boys, <laughs> right? So they wind down about eight thirty. So I wind down about eight forty-five. Yep. And usually, honestly, I probably just watch just something relaxing on TV. Right now, um, you know, I'm, I embarrassing enough. I just really started watching Netflix. Mm. Like I haven't been like watching Netflix like. The other 99% of the world has been. So like right now I'm like watching House of Cards, which has been like over for five <laughs> years. <laughs> I'm like in season two. Yeah. Um, so, you know, usually I'll pour like a, like a whiskey and something Sprite or I'll make a little mixed drink or, yeah. you know, right now doing this whole coronavirus thing, I'm actually drinking this, glorious margaritas 
There's yeah. a free plug for you, Gloria. Oh. And they make some good uh make some good wine margarita. Oh, those to go margaritas. Brilliant. Yeah. And I at one point I had like two gallons of to go margaritas in my freezer. <laughs> so um, you know, it, it right now I will say, you know, I think everyone's drinking just a little bit more than they're used to. I would I would I would I would say that's a fair guess. Yeah. It's, it's a, the liquor industry is not hurting quite like the travel industry is hurting. No, <laughs> no. never, never lost a step. They've uh, taken all their money. Just, you're right. Traveling, you're just buying booze. That's right. So, honey, I we just saved three thousand dollars because we can't go anywhere. Guess what we can buy? Right, yeah. top shelf. Top shelf. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Which brings us to the next and last question, which is. What is one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever received? So I have two people that I really, and this is going to be almost silly, but I have two people that I listen to almost every day on oh, YouTube. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that feels good. You're already man. on the show. You don't have to plug it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so... And you guys know them. Uh, one and is Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. who he's he's kind of you know as he's gone out of the bodybuilding and into like um, you know the whole government and then the whole like motivational speaking. He's he was one person that I listened to every day, and he was always like his his one thing was like always follow your dreams, always work really hard. You know, so he had he's had a couple of speeches that have like really like. I took to heart and, and he's like, if you just follow these five rules, like you're going to be great, but you really have to be true to yourself. And so Arnold is someone who I always in bodybuilding, you know, looked up to and I always loved his movies as a kid, but now at being older, you know, he's got these motivation and I've always really listened to that. And the, the other person that I've started listening to, um, is Steve Harvey. Mm. Yeah, no, he's got some good stuff. Yeah. So Steve Harvey, you know, he's on all these shows and, and, you know, he's, he's on TV every single night now, but he's got some really incredible uh, motivational speeches. And one of them is just about jumping. Mm -hmm. One of them is just about at least one time in your life, whatever you do, whatever you're gifted at, just jump. Yeah. Take off, like get to that cliff when you're ready and just, just one, at least one time in your life, just jump and see what happens. So, um, you know, I, I, I took that really to heart also about, you know, have some faith, um, believe in yourself and at least one time, if if you have a, a gift, or you have something that's in your heart that you really want to do, you know, uh, against all odds, just one time in your life, just take that jump. And I really took that to heart about, um, about my life in general, but in the business, like, don't, don't be afraid. Yeah. If you want, you know, if you, if you, if you want something, ask for it. Mm. And, you know, so those are some things that I really, um, that, I, that those are two guys that I really just watch and kind of keep me motivated 
keep me going every day. And I, I really enjoy um, sharing those those stories with other people. Is that the uh, okay. is that the Steve Harvey talk where he talks about his friend that cuts grass and his friend that uh, cuts hair and the um, uh, the lady that bakes pies? Is that is that that talk? So yeah, there's 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 he's got he's got three of them, but that's okay. one of them. Okay, where he's talked about a guy, he's like that's all he does is cut hair. Right, he don't do anything special. Yeah, that's all he does is cut hair. He, you know, he makes five million dollars a. $5 million a year now. Got another friend. All he does is cut grass. Mm-hmm. He don't do anything else. He's nothing special, but he's a professional gifted at cutting grass. Yep. That's what he's always done. He's like, you know, yeah. And, and he, and that's what he talks about following your gift. He's like, you know, your career is what you're made for, but your gift is what is what's inside of you. And if you let out your gift, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. You know, just do what you're gifted at. Yep. And so, I, you know, I, so I, me, I'll, I'll tell I, you this, man. Um, there's uh, a guy that he, I don't know if he learned it directly from him or not, but the, the guy named Dr. Miles Monroe, who has a talk that he does about the gift, um, which if you haven't ever heard it, there's, there's a couple of mashups of him and Steve Harvey uh, talking about it. And you can see how they kind of line up a little bit. But if you haven't ever heard of him or listened to his talk on, on, the, on gifting, incredible stuff, man. Absolutely incredible. I, I love that talk by Steve Harvey. It's, it's awesome. Kev, if we can, we should link that up in the, uh, in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh dude. I, would, I, I tell everybody those Steve Harvey videos, there's, there's two of them. They're about 30 minutes long, man. I listened to one first time I heard it, man. I started, I was washing my truck. I was <laughs> washing my truck, listening to it first time I started crying. Yeah, no, it's good. He's first time I ever heard it. I was like, man, that's, it was just, it just hit me. I was like, wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I'm talking about, you know, being true to yourself, whatever you're gifted at, dude. And that's, and that's why I feel like I'm in real estate. Like I'm, yes, I'm selling homes, selling land, but I'm, I'm more of a, a helping facilitator in those situations. Yeah. So, um, hopefully I feel like I'm in the right spot. So we'll see how it goes. Awesome. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we, we can't, we, we have a fifth and secret question that we always ask. Okay. And it's really complicated. You ready? <laughs> yeah. How do people get a hold of you if they want to find you? So if you want to find me, you can give me a call. Again, my name is Freddie P. Freddie Palomero is your real estate pro. You can call me at 832 Zero nine. You can find me on Facebook at the Real Freddie P, or my business page, which is Texas Direct Realty Group. So, reach me, find me, text me, call me. I'm always available. I work till at least ten sixteen at night. <laughs> That's right, baby. So, just just Facebook, right. no Instagram, no Twitter, none of that. Uh, I really, you know, I really, I'm, I'm on Instagram, but I don't filter it because on Facebook, like I have tons and tons and tons of Facebook and groups and yeah, it's where you're focused. Face, Facebook takes up, Facebook takes up just a massive amount of my time right now. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with Twitter or Instagram. I just, Facebook's got me slammed right now. Sure. Now we, we bash so, on Twitter all yeah. the time. I mean, we're on there. We just don't respond to anything. Twitter. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Well, listen, man, it's, uh, it's been good. Um, what, what have we missed, Craig? Anything else? I think that's it, man. We, we, we did the shameless right. plug at the beginning. We, we got the contact right. info at the end. We did. Uh, right. we, 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 we celebrated our sponsor, Paul the Plumber. Um, it has that's been right. a full and complete show. Man, it's been good. And, uh, uh, you know, maybe this, this episode seems like it's been a little bit long. I actually have no idea how long it's been. <laughs> what I know is that interaction with people is awesome. Yes. So thank you for being people and interacting with me right now. <laughs> so uh, it's been wonderful. Thank you for downloading this episode. Keep us downloaded, please. You know, do whatever you got to do. Share, whatever. Thank you for downloading. We appreciate it very, very much. We're here every single Tuesday. Rain, sleet, snow, coronavirus. We're here on Tuesdays. Until then, we'll see you next time. See you.